Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Just hit the subscribe button and then uh, make sure you share it with your friends and make sure you uh, give it a great review. Today, we're going to be talking a, a, a lot about uh, time travel. We're going to get into that a little bit. Is it real? Is it fake? And then uh, also, I'm going to dip into uh, a little bit of what's going on right now in my personal life. Don't worry. It's not going to be crazy. But I will tell you this. Do yourself and your friends and your family a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauces. Trust me. It's amazing. Plus, they got dressings, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the Front Range, or check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. So here's what's funny. So normally, I'm sitting at my desk doing the podcast, and I have a nice little setup there, got a nice audio board, all that good stuff. Well, I'm doing this at night. I've never done a podcast at night, so this is kind of fun. And uh, to honor this, the, the reason, real quick, the reason why is because uh, I normally have somebody watch my kids on Mondays so I can record. And, well, long and short of it, they're not available to do it tomorrow, so i got to record at night. Yeah, I'm doing this for you. I'm staying up late. Uh, I got some vodka. I'm drinking. All the ice is melted, but I'm still, hold on. Oh, my God. I don't know. I didn't have anything to mix that with. So I'm just drinking straight vodka. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I'll probably be drunk by the end of this, I guess. I'm a lightweight when it comes to alcohol, so we'll see what happens. Who knows? Before I did the podcast, I was like, dude, it's like 9 o'clock at night. I am hungry. I'm going to stay up late. I have so much fun doing the podcast. I'm hungry. Let's go to Taco Bell. So I go to go to Taco Bell, and there's literally 20 people in line, 20 cars in line. I'm like, fuck that. Not going to Taco Bell. Drive across the street. Go to McDonald's. There's only 15 people in line. I guess I'll do that. There's way too many people out at night. I'm not used to that. I don't like it. I don't like going outside at night. In my car, especially. I don't like going outside at night because I get by bit by mosquitoes constantly but to go out in public holy shit horrible drivers you're all all of you are horrible drivers at night i feel like like a such an old man when i go outside and drive at night because i don't like the way people drive i feel like there's way too many people out and when i'm hungry there's way too many people in line and it pisses me off <laughs> it just drives me nuts so I ended up order, getting a, a couple things at McDonald's, and it pissed me off because I, I literally was in line for about 15 minutes, and the guy nobody says hi to me at the, the window when they give me the food. The guy just literally doesn't even make eye contact with me, sticks the food out the window, and then starts talking to somebody else, and, and, and that was it. That was it. I'm like, well, apparently I'm just a number to you. I thought we had something special, you son of a bitch. Anyway, <sighs> yeah, your world scares me, people. You guys, the, you night owls, I don't get it. 
I'm not comfortable. Very scared. Anyway. Yeah, I'm doing all this at night just uh, so I can help. You know, not really help, but just so my kids don't have to sit in front of a uh, uh, you know computer screen or anything like that while I record. Plus, knowing my kids, they just walk up and start talking to me. Dad, Jackson's being a jerk. He won't talk to me. Or some dumb crap. Here, Okay, here, let's go through this real quick. Here's parenthood in a nutshell. From the beginning to right about where I'm at now. My kids are six and eight. So if you're listening to this and you want to have kids, okay, start taking some notes. Because the first month that you have kids, when, you're, when they're babies, you don't sleep. A baby is on a, like a three-hour, roughly three-hour feeding cycle. And the lack of sleep that you get is like nothing you've ever experienced before. I was always somebody that took pride in the fact that I could function on low levels of sleep. Then I had kids. And when, like I said, for the, like the first month, you're a fucking zombie. It just, every day is a blur. And my wife and I would try to, you know, trade off. We, we had like a little schedule for ourselves so the other one could, could sleep. So when you have a kid, you're, you get no sleep. It's insane. Here's what also drives me nuts. I was thinking about this too. You also you get constant feedback from people, what, whether they've had uh, uh, kids of their own or not. They're they're always trying to give you tips, and it's really fucking annoying. People uh, schedules don't work for kids. Yeah, fuck off. They do. They do. I wouldn't feed him that. Breast milk is much better than formula. Fuck that. No. Whatever your doctor says to do, just do that. Then I always remember being like freaked out, like crawling inside my uh, kid's room, like like I'm in the military, like doing army crawl. Cause I, cause like when they're really little, you're like, and it's your first kid, you're just like so paranoid. Cause you're like, are they still breathing? Oh my God, what is happening? Cause you really start to freak out when they start sleeping longer. You're like, oh my God, is that normal? But, but you don't want to wake them up because then you're like, fuck, I woke up the goddamn kid. Yeah, you don't want to be that. You don't want to do that. So you like army crawl in there, and you you're like it's a it's middle of dark, middle of dark. <laughs> it's complete darkness, and you're just like staring at your kid and hoping to God one they don't wake up and make eye contact with you because they're gonna freak out because there's some goddamn monster staring right back at them. But it's you, it's you. So then you're sitting there going, like, "Are they breathing? Oh shit, yeah, they're breathing. We're good, we're good." And then you army crawl back out, and then slowly turn the handle so you don't want to wake them up. It's insane. Insane. What also is funny, it's, I'm just going off on this. There's some people you just prefer not to hold your kid. When we first had my son, we'd go to like the grocery store and it'd be these people that we don't even fucking know. Oh, this is a lovely baby. Can I hold him? No! I don't know who the fuck you are. Jeez. Cut my meat. Please deli guy just trying to hold your kid the fuck i don't want my kid smelling like salami all day then i'll be hungry all day son of a bitch anyway no it's just really weird that's that is one good thing about covid i'd be like ah sorry can't covid can't don't touch my baby don't come near my baby covid so that was good <laughs> so that that's a positive of covid and it's when you when you start having kids, 
you you're not going to be bothered by poop, pee, or vomit. And I'll give you a reason why. My son, there was a certain stage where he would overeat, and the doctor would be like, "If he wants to eat, just let him eat." But then one, one more than once, he did this to my wife, and I I thought she was exaggerating. Because she's like, oh, you, you know the movie The Exorcist? That's what he did. I'm like, okay, yeah. He projectile vomited all over. Okay, whatever. Drama queen, over-exaggerating. Nope, it's true. It happened. My son literally looked like the gates of hell were coming out of his mouth. Because he ate so much in, I guess, the what is the sphincter in, one of, in his esophagus or whatever wasn't uh, fully strengthened and uh, he just all like basically it just all came out something like that I don't remember exactly but it was funny because the first time I saw it I was like holy shit what the f-? and it wouldn't stop it was I was like dude this motherfucker's like pounding down all this formula I'm like dude this kid and then sure it then it all came out it was so fucking disgusting there's also a time <laughs> where I should. I don't know if I should say this. This is disgusting, but it's funny. Uh, but don't worry. We'll get into time travel. But so there was this one day I, I put him to bed, and he was real little. I want to say he was like three. And he all of a sudden, my wife and I are watching a movie downstairs, and I hear something. I'm like, let me go check upstairs. What is that? And I get up into the hallway where his room is, and I notice that he was supposed to be sleeping. And I notice his light is on. So I, I go in there, and I'm like, what the heck is this? It smelled like shit. I go in there, and my poor little guy is on his hands and knees trying to scrub the floor because he had explosive diarrhea. And bless his heart, he was on his, like I said, hands his knees, trying to clean it up. He had some, like, toilet paper. And he just looks at me. He's like, it just started coming out. I, I'm trying to clean it up, you know, in his, like, little little baby voice. I'm like, oh, my God, buddy, come here. So I grab him. I yell for my wife. I'm like, waiting. Get up here. And then, and then she went and hosed him off, literally in, in the other bathroom. Then I go into the bathroom right by his bedroom. And I'm like, I'll just clean up everything here. And then I start looking at like evaluating the crime scene. And there's literally, let's say his butt is at the two foot mark. There was shit at the three foot mark, which means that it shot up his backside and splattered up. It wasn't smear. It was splatter. So the poor kid just, I don't know what he ate, but holy Crap, that was disgusting. Ha, huh, crap. <laughs> but holy... Hold on. I need more vodka. Oh, yeah, God. Oh, my God. That gives me the shivers. Anyway, so that happens. So you can't be afraid of getting, you know, shit on your fingers. There was one time I was holding him. He was like a brand new baby. And I was getting him to calm down because, you know, there's always those times I'm like, I don't know why he's crying. He's fussing. So I hold him up and hold him. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, he stopped crying. I got him. And then I'm like, huh, my shirt is warm. I look down. Oh, and it's that like green baby poop all over. And I was wearing a white t-shirt. 
so disgusting. So disgusting. You can't be afraid of poop. This is funny because I always see these on social media like, this dad's a hero. He, his kid was pulling a temper tantrum and, uh, you know, he just grabbed him like he was a suitcase and walked him in the house. Yeah, I've, I've done that too, not like a suitcase. My kid had a temper temp tantrum. Both of my kids have had temper tantrums at stores. And I just flip them over my shoulder and be like, all right, we're gone. We're leaving. And then everybody's looking at me like, God bless that man. And then, so then there's always the other people who are like, he is an awful parent. Let the child speak. Let his voice be heard. He has something to say. Let him say it. No, he just wants a fucking toy. I'm not going to let him get a fucking toy. He's mad because he's not getting silly putty. Fuck him. He's not getting silly putty. Now we're going home. He's not getting anything. At some point, not to their face, but you will describe your child as being a little shit, a dick, a jerk, an asshole, etc. I don't really trust anybody who hasn't ever said that about their kid. Like I said, you know, you're not saying it to your kid. But as they get older, I mean, kids can be mean when they're little, little. I mean, no, but man, when they get older, I'm like, oh, my God, he's just being a dick today. Holy shit. They'll say stuff like, I hate you to his sister, or she'll say the same thing back. Oh, my God, they're mean. My, my daughter said she didn't love me the other day. Do you want to know why she said that I don't love her? Because I didn't get her Taco Bell. She wanted Taco Bell. I've told you before, my daughter gets hangry. Hangry. Horrible. She was pissed. Tried to throw a guilt trip and start crying. You won't get me Taco Bell. You don't love me. Oh, my God. Anyway, that being said, I love my kids. <laughs> Especially, you know, when they say mommy, daddy, or my son the other night just ran up to me and he's just like, Dad, I love you. Anyway, that little shit. <laughs> I love him. Love him to pieces. So is time travel real? We'll get into that here in a second. If you like to grill, I don't know why you wouldn't. I love to grill. I always have a nice drink with me like I do tonight. I'm not grilling right now, but I did earlier. Grilled up some chicken. Oh, it was amazing. And check this out. I ran out of propane the other day. So what did I do? I went to cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com, put in the promo code MILEHIGH, and guess what? I've been telling you about this. This is legit. First tank exchange, $10. That's it. Super simple. And it literally took me about maybe a minute or two minutes to, for the complete transaction on cinch.com. Very cool, very easy. So if you're a new Cinch customer, you can get your first tank exchange delivered to your house for just $10 when you use the promo code MILEHIGH at checkout. Again, it's real simple. You just go to cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com, enter your zip code, order your tanks, select your delivery date, use the promo code MILEHIGH, all one word, set out your tank exchange. I, I had mine set to, they ask you where you want it, and I did mine on the front porch. Super easy. Amazing. I got it, like, super fast, too. So easy. So easy. Go ahead. Check it out. Cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com. 
Use the promo code MILEHIGH, all one word. All right, before we get into this, hold on. Oh, it really, really gets you. It's kind of watered down vodka, but only because I put like a shit ton of ice in there because I, I would have preferred to mix it with something, but I just ran out of stuff to mix it with. Anyway, time travel. The idea of time travel is very fascinating, and it's kind of a cool thing to think about. You look, remember the movie uh, Back to the Future, which, by the way, not a big fan of those movies. I know, I know, I know. God, I know. I know you like them. I don't. I don't like those movies. They're really lame. They were really cool when they first came out. But now, looking back at it, at it, it's just like, it's just so dumb. <laughs> Horrible graphics. I'm sorry. Yes, I know. Blasphemy. I'm going to burn in hell for that one. Anyway, uh, but it's it's really interesting to think about, like, if you were to travel back in time, what would you do? Well, look at, uh, who was it? The bad guy in those movies, Biff, goes back and he steals a sports almanac and then he bets and makes all this money, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that would be great. That's great in theory. I mean, there's a lot of things that you would do if you had a second chance. It's really, when you think about time travel, the reason why it, it was brought up, I guess, in a sense, is like we're always thinking about how we would, oh, I wish I could change what I did. I wish I had a second chance at what I screwed up. I should have asked her out or I should have asked him out type of thing. Whatever it is, or I shouldn't have done that. Uh, oh, you know, exactly. So it's it's one of those things where it's giving you that second chance. And I get that. That's It's, it's fun to fantasize about that type of stuff. It's the same thing as like fantasizing about like winning the lottery type of thing. It's, a, it's fun to fantasize about that. What would you do with the money? It's the same thing. What would you do if you had the ability to go back and change something? So I started doing some research on time travel. And one, we're going to hear from Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he's going to break it down in a nerdy way. <laughs> the only way he can. In which I truly appreciate. The fact that he breaks it down. And honestly, I don't know half the shit he's talking about. But maybe you do. But... It's funny because so many people are like, there's pictures of people allegedly holding a smartphone or an old photo. Like, no, God, that could be anything. That could be a book. I saw one where there was a lady in an old old painting from like the 1800s, and people are like, oh, my God, look at her hand. She's holding like a smartphone. And then somebody's like, no, that's like a prayer book. But they're like, no, it's a smartphone. <laughs> You're going to see what you want to see. But it's like, come on, man. That's ridiculous. Neil deGrasse Tyson, he talks about time travel and how it technically works. If you travel fast enough, you can actually leap forwards in time. Relativity specifies that you travel a good fraction of the speed of light. Time will tick more slowly for you than all your loved ones back on Earth. If your journey is too long, you might be gone for 10 years and everyone else on Earth ages 100. So you've effectively gone into the future 
and then everyone you knew when you left Earth is now dead. If you want to go into the past, that's a little more problematical. There are people who have recognized what severely distorted space does. The effect, the severely distorted fabric of space and time. They've studied what effect that has on the passage of time. And it turns out there is a path you can take around two moving black holes that haven't quite collided yet, where you can end up in the past of when you started that journey. It's backwards time travel, according to calculations from Einstein's general relativity, is enabled by the severely distorted fabric of space and time, such as what you would get with black holes that came in their own proximity. Yeah, I have no idea what he just said, but I believe him. I do, because he's smarter than me. No, it, it is interesting when you sit there and you think about time travel, and there's just so much that goes into it. I get it. But that, that, when you, what am I saying? That, 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 that. <laughs> but, sorry, it's the vodka. Tito's, what are you doing to me? Come on. Hold on. Hmm. Delicious. Delicious. It's burning my throat in a good way. So as you start searching around for uh, all these different time travel stories, there's a lot out there. There is. But most of them are just like, uh, you, you, you can't verify anything. You're not telling me anything. Now, there are some people out there that are like, well, this is, there's this one, I, I couldn't figure out his name. But on TikTok, because everybody knows if you travel back in time, the one place you're going to go to tell your story is TikTok. This guy gave a bunch of dates of when certain things are going to happen, one of which is right about now. He claims that on August 3rd of 2021, NASA will find a mirrored Earth opposite gravity physics motion. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. On September 14th of 2021. Wow. It's going to be a busy year. A Category 6 hurricane is going to hit South Carolina. It will be the worst in history. So that's scary and very possible that there could be a nasty hurricane. That's possible. On October 20th of 2021. Eight humans receive superpowers from extreme energy of the sun. Please, God, let that be me. Let that be me. What would my superpower be? My luck would be a dumb super fucking power. Be like, what is it? Oh, you know, I can increase the size of my testicles by like tenfold. Wow, look at those. What do you do with them? I, I have no idea. I can hit people with them, I guess. If I run around naked, knocked out. How'd you, how'd you get the bad guy? Well, it looks like the Huff came over with his big giant balls and slapped him in the face. <laughs> I didn't start out as Cowboy to Huff on that one, but I finished it. My God, look at the size of them balls. Holy shit, man. He just stopped a robbery with them things. Yeah, my luck, it would be dumb. So apparently October 20th of 2021, eight humans received superpowers from extreme energy for, of the sun. Ridiculous. Okay, but hey, I'm not a scientist. Maybe that could happen. On December 14th of 2021, 
Three teenagers find a T-Rex egg and a device to open a portal to an alternate universe. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. And then finally, the one that I found from this guy is in February on February 2nd of 2022, Atlantis is found in the Atlantic Ocean. Housing human fish life. Human fish life? It seems legit, guys. So this is... Now, one thing I'll say is I truly appreciate this person giving actual dates. I do. I do appreciate it. But it's like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Human fish life? Really? Well, hello there, fish lady. Would you like to bang? Thanks, Connery. Yes. You would bang a human fish. Yes, I would. Speaking of a fish, I that, I got nothing. But I did bang your mother last night. <laughs> so stupid. Connery, you're an asshole. It's... I do appreciate the creativity on that, though. <laughs> one guy... This was the interesting one. One guy said uh, in a YouTube video that he traveled to the year 5,000. When he traveled to the year 5,000, he was working in Los Angeles. And I want to say he's from Yugoslavia or something like that. But he was working in the United States, working for this secret agency. So it was like 2004 when he was asked to participate in the, this project. And it was a time travel thing. And his... The guy that gave that was conducting the experiment with him would stay, whereas this guy would travel to the year 5,000. The other guy that stayed in the present time, his name was James, gives him a special camera to take to the year 5,000, and they, he wanted him to take a picture. One fucking picture. Come on, you can't... This is ridiculous. That's the that's like one of the big things that stood out to me. It's like, oh, it's one fucking picture. Anyway, here's this guy. It was unbelievable. I was standing on a huge wooden platform. What the fuck? Could you speed it up, please? Here, you know, let's just, let's, hold on. Let's tweak some stuff. Let's tweak it. Let's make him, yeah. Let's try this. Not only me, houses, buildings, vehicles, of course, all made from wood. And after, I realized it was the same city, Los Angeles, but underwater. Yes, it was fluid and the whole city was underwater. And people living on the water. On that enormous wooden platforms, suddenly a man came to me. He was like an prehistorical human. He came and asked, am I from Zone? I said that I was from the year 2004. He told to follow him. We entered to one of that wooden houses and there was a man sitting in the middle, as I guessed he was uh, the leader of that group of people. I told him that came from the year 2004. He wanted a proof from me. I showed him the camera James gave me before my trip, and he started to believe in my words. Then we went to a separated room, course from wood, and he began to tell how the flood starts and reasons of that post-apocalyptic situation. That all was because of global warming. Pieces of ice in both poles, so the earth had been melted, and the wall dropped under the water. 
It's just bullshit. Here's what's funny. There's another guy out there that like allegedly has pictures from the future. And every time, this is what they do. It's a YouTube or a TikTok video, and they're not actually posting the physical picture online so you can see it. It's a video of them holding up like a physical picture that had been printed out. Why is that? The big reason is that way nobody can really analyze the picture. It's pretty simple. So here's my thoughts on the bullshit of people that claim to be time travelers. One, it's an easy hook to people because everybody has that in their head of like, wow, I would totally love to do that. I'd love to go, you know, make good on something I did, or I'd love to go see this historical event or that, whatever it might be, right? We all could think of something that we'd like to go back and change or at least observe, right? I would love to go back and, you know, I, I don't know, see the shootout in at the OK Corral, something like that, right? That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. This historical event, I would just love, first of all, I love the movie Tombstone, one of the greatest, if not the greatest Western ever made. Love that movie. Wow, Johnny Ringo, it looks as if someone's walked all over your grave. Love that. Anyway, but here's my big thing on it. It's an easy sell. And they're not really giving you anything other than a fantastic story. But here's the brilliance of these people coming out and claiming to be, especially nowadays, to come out and claim to be time travelers. They're giving you BS evidence, and we fall for it, whether it's the simple thing of I'm just going to subscribe to this because I want to see how crazy this gets whatever so what ends up happening is you end up following these people individuals have like 500 plus thousand followers some closer even closer to a million here's the brilliance if I own that account I'm putting out this like bullshit info saying I'm a time traveler guess what I can do I can easily switch my account name 100%. I can change the at. I can change the username. I can change everything. I can delete all my pictures. I can delete all my videos and just start from anew as whoever the fuck I want to be. And guess what? I can sell those numbers now. You gave me 500,000 followers. You're one of them. Guess what happens? Now I can make money off of that because nobody's going to know where the old account went because you're the new account, especially on something like TikTok. These people are only posting a few posts like once a month or so. So you're not fully invested in it. It's brilliant. Now they're an influencer. Now they can make stupid videos of them, you know, pretended to be funny and all that shit. Guess what? We fell for it. And it's brilliant. Not, I, have no, I have no proof that this is going to happen. But I guarantee you, somebody's at least done this. 
I would I'd put money on that. It's ridiculous. But as far as time travel goes, the late Stephen Hawking said in his book, Black Holes and Baby Universes, the best evidence we have that time travel to the past is not possible and never will be is that we have not been invaded by hordes of tourists from the future. And it's kind of a good point because you would think that you'd have more evidence of it. Now, obviously, you got the, the butterfly effect or the grandfather effect or something like that. It basically stating that if you went back in time, that if you killed your grandfather, then you wouldn't exist type of thing. But then there's also people that believe that if you traveled back into the past, no matter what, it was supposed to happen. There's a lot of theories that revolve around time travel. And we heard earlier from Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about when two black holes are side by side and before they interact officially or whatever, the, everything gets all goofed up. He, he said it the right way. I'm saying it the wrong way. But here's the thing. There, there's, there's, it is possible, technically, to travel back in time, I, I guess, technically. Well, good luck getting to right to that point where you're right between two black holes. <laughs> good luck on that one. Now, there is other technology out there where they're talking about where you could, based on the physics, you can't physically alter, like, say, a, a spaceship, but you can alter the space and time that surrounds it, and that can allow you to go to warp speed. It's very fascinating, but the thing is, ultimately... I call bullshit on these alleged time travelers. They've done tests before where you have a clock set on the physical Earth, and they put an identical clock on, say, an aircraft that is going to travel at extremely high speeds. And what happens is that clock that traveled around the world, when it got back to point A, that it was slightly behind compared to the one that stayed on Earth. And uh, implying that it traveled, it, and I guess it, the plane flew with the rotation of the Earth, so basically saying it, it slowed down. So it's really interesting. Yes, the idea of time travel is technically possible when you break it down from a physics standpoint, but ultimately to have, say, individuals are coming back, at least based on the evidence I've seen of these people coming out and, you know, just, they're, it, it's ridiculous. I, I just don't buy it. There's there's nothing. You're, you're showing me a picture that you're holding up in a video that's on YouTube. It's like, fuck off with that evidence. That's bullshit. And, and it's like, the, it's just like this random, one of the photos was just like this, it's like ocean. Like, you can't analyze it. And, and there's like, you can vaguely see like buildings under the water. It's like, I can't, I can't fucking tell what that is, dude. It's ridiculous. The only thing I can see as far as somehow time travel for, say, somebody like you or me is with our conscious. Somehow that we were able to travel either forward or backward in time through an altered state of consciousness. I could see something like that. That makes a lot more sense. 
you know, whether it's through hypnosis or whatever, I guess I could see something like that. There's also the possibilities of whether if you travel forward and backward in time, is it actually you're entering, the only way it could possibly be is if you enter another dimension. So you're an observer of, uh, of the, either the future or the past. And the, that's interesting to think about. But ultimately, all the evidence I've seen of time travel is complete bullshit. Is it possible? Yes, but not in those senses. I will want to get into something before we uh, head out of here as the, as the vodka is almost done. I got an email from James in Greeley. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? And thank you so much, James in Greeley, for sending that in. He sent that in to DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. And James also wrote, I love the podcast. Thanks, James. So, yeah, if you ever want to reach out, go ahead and do so. So what's the craziest thing I've ever done? I almost, I'll tell you what I've almost done. When I was going to school for broadcasting, it was for TV and radio. So at one point, they're like, you need to do a fake TV news story and then, you know, like a little video package that's going to end up being like a minute or two. I'm like, okay. So me and my buddy are like, let's go to the porno shop. <laughs> We're, I, you know, I'm like 21 or whatever it was. So we go to this local sex toy shop, and it was fun. It was funny because they wouldn't let us bring our cameras in there, and that's fine. So we go in there, and the lady is like, she's, I bet you didn't know this, but. Colorado, the Denver area, has a lot of pornos shot here. I'm like, no fucking way. She's like, well, you can't technically do it in Denver, but you can do it all these other places. And then she pulls up all these videos, because at the time, this is early 2000s, she's like, look, the, look at the production company. It's here in like Lakewood. I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. So I kid you not. So we're sitting there talking to her, and I'm just like fascinated. I'm like, this is interesting. This is a lot more interesting than I ever thought it would be. She's, she, I swear to God, she looks me up and down. She's like, would you ever consider being in a movie? I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, but what, what would be the situation? She's all, it would be, you'd get, what was it? It was like $300 or $500, something not great. We'll just go with 500 bucks. She's like, and then this is her cell. She's like, it's $500. It's a solo film, so it's just you. And it's like a three to five hour shoot. I'm like, what? She says, don't worry. We supply the... I think I thought she said Viagra. I'm like, what? Wait, three to five hour shoot, okay? And and the whole time she's just like looking me up and down, like I was a piece of meat. <sighs> anyway, so I don't give her an answer. She gives me like a business card. I go home to, at the time, my fiance, my wife, and I tell her about it. I'm like, this is what's happening, and and she looks at me and she's like. Were you going to do it or not? I'm like, 
no, I'm not going to do that. I was like, think about it. Three to five hours shoot with myself? Are you serious? What the hell am I going to do to myself for three to five hours? Right? Oh, my God. I don't even... Let's just say it wouldn't be pretty. (laughs) It would not be pretty. Oh, my God. I could bang your mother for three to five hours. Oh, seriously, Connery. God. I thought you left. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so that almost happened. I didn't do it. I just was like, eh, God. It just freaked me out. I should have done it just for the story. But I didn't. I just, no. I'm a, I'm a prude. I, I can't do that. Anyway, maybe you guys have. Oh, by the way, so I'm reading an article. This is, uh, I have vodka in my system. I'm going to go a little bit random. So I was reading this article, and it was talking about how the pandemic and uh, everything's getting kind of back to normal. I was blown away by this. I I guess it's just kind of, I'm just innocent to it. But I'm reading this article where this this couple, this lady's talking about how she's excited to get back to normal because... Now she can go back to her sex clubs that her and her boyfriend like to go to. I'm like, what the fuck's a sex club? Apparently, in at least Atlanta, there's a club where you pay like, I think, 50 or $80 to get in. And she was telling the story about how she goes into the club and you go there to have sex with other couples. And I kid you not, she went up to a a couple and she just asked if they were vaccinated and they said yes. And that was essentially all the conversation they had. And then they go to a special room and start swapping. Like, uh, I'll take the wife, you take the guy. Okay, sweet. High five. See you in a few. (laughs) What? Crazy. I had no idea that that's a thing. Boy, if... You know, I would know that that's a thing if I would have, uh, you know, taken that lady's business card and called her back. And then my new, what is the, what is the guy from Talladega Nights? He's like, my name is Mike Concho. <laughs> oh, this vodka is good. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. Truly appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, I wasn't too random. Have a great day. If you want to reach out, you can always do so to HuffUncensored at gmail.com. Or you can find me on social media at DeHuffUncensored on Instagram and on Twitter at Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at BurnsandMcCoy.com. Also, special thanks to Cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com. Make sure you use the promo code mile high all one word to get that first propane tank if you're a new customer for only ten dollars i just did it it's amazing super simple trust me all right thank you guys so much for tuning in make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already share it love you guys let's move forward talk to you next time